Welcome to Healthline by Prudence Davis. I believe that a meaningful life is strongly influenced by our mental and physical well-being. My purpose is to inspire and help others to understand the importance of health in their everyday life. Whether it's related to mental pain, stress or physical challenges, it's especially the long-term changes that I find interesting. We'll be looking into how healthy habits and cognitive processes can be implemented in daily routines so you can be thriving and high on your own supply with help from the best experts around the world. Stay healthy, stay tuned. And welcome to Healthline, your hotline to health. My name is Prudence Davis and today I am very, very grateful to have the visit of Tilde Pobikellas, artist, florist and also healer and author of this great book, The Magical Flowers. I just received it and I'm very grateful. Thank you for coming, for taking your precious time. Thank you. Thank you. We'll start with the first question and that is, what is your purpose? And why? Hmm. Okay, so um, I'm here to uh, create beautiful things and um, and help people to connect to nature and themselves even more. <laughs> Sounds so nice. And why is that your purpose and how did it start? <clears throat> it started uh, as a child growing up um, I, I, I'm from Jutland um, and my parents divorced when I was nine months so I was a baby um, and then when I had to be with my father I had to be with other people because he was not able to take care of me himself Um, and then I was at my grandmother's farm in uh, in Ty, in the northern part of Denmark. It is like the west coast where we have this big waves and it's very wild, powerful nature. Um, and it's like this moon-like landscape as well. Uh, and my grandmother, she loved flowers. Um, she She had them everywhere. Uh, she used the whole household on flowers. <laughs> she was like a farm. They had a farm, so she was a farm wife, or what you call that. Um, but then she lost her voice and uh, in the 50s, and she started to paint uh, with oil painting flowers in this very thick, layered uh, style, which I now has adapted. Um, so I was there a lot growing up with the flowers, And a lot of love, unconditional love uh, from my grandparents and my father, of course. Uh, and the nature, because we were in the nature all the time and playing with the flowers. And she was arranging flowers in all these crazy ways, just in, in old pottery, like a saucer or something like that. There were no rules. It was like... Pippi Longstropping, stomping, how do you say that? Yeah, Pippi Longstropping, yeah, yeah. I think, yeah. Yeah, stocking. Longstocking, yeah. Stocking. yeah. <laughs> so it was just like, you can do whatever you want. 
Uh, and she was a little bit crazy as well, but uh, in a good way. <laughs> so I, I was just, uh, she was an expander to me. She was showing me the way with flowers. Uh, and she also actually made, when I was born, she made this, this mother-daughter bouquets. You can have here in Denmark, where you have like a large bouquet for the mother and a small bouquet for the baby. And it was with uh, these very scented roses from her farm. Uh, like old historical um, pink roses, so I had flowers when just when I was born. <laughs> so there's always been flowers, um, and then I had to go, you know, a detour as many of us do. I had to go to university and study theater and the arts, and I worked in different theaters uh, in Copenhagen, and I've been traveling a lot with that, uh, with communication and administration um, but then I had my two girls and then I just had this uh, very powerful urge to create I couldn't you know avoid it anymore <laughs> it was just kind of pressing through so um, I started to uh, to create this floor arrangement and uh, and it just went outrageous fast <laughs> with my daughter my my youngest daughter iris she's uh, like the flower iris she's uh, she was eight months so i had a lot of work to do at that time wow. i don't know how i did it actually right now today when i'm thinking of it i'm like what? how did i do it but i just it it was kind of a call if you can say that uh And then I worked full time with flowers. Yeah. Wow. And how did that, you know, the transition happen also with creating arts mm. and writing this book? And, mm. you know, yeah. how did that expand? Was it just a natural force or yeah. did you change as well? Or mm. I changed a lot. Uh, my father died uh, one year before I got pregnant pregnant with my eldest daughter Sonia and he was uh, he had like an alcohol abuse uh, so that's also why I couldn't be with him as a child uh, and then it just went out of line and then it was too much for his body it couldn't take it anymore so actually uh, I got pregnant with my daughter one month after he died so I was really in this uh, life and death transition um, really uh, in contact with these themes and they're not only themes because I felt them on my own body and soul so uh, that's also the first big uh, uh, arrangement I did with flowers that was actually for the the coffin of my dad um, with sunflowers I'm also writing about it in my book Because his flower, we all have a flower that's us, some like a portrait, a flower portrait. We all ha all have like a flower that's capturing our soul somehow. And he was like a sunflower because he was always turning towards the sun. And it's also a very powerful flower. Uh, it's uh, the symbol of life force. Uh, and he was very much alive, very playful. 
the whole playfulness I have from him and my grandmother, <laughs> even though it was a little bit crazy, there was a lot of love and a lot of you can do everything you want, you know, no limits. Um, and then, then I had, uh, yeah, then I connected with the flowers because they were kind of my friends <laughs> helping me out. They were like, we can, we can help you here. Just uh, follow us and. Uh, Use your hands and do this, create this for your father. Uh, and they were really like my helpers. And then I could also feel on my own body and soul what flowers do because they, they've always helped us in these transitions uh, when we are leaving this world. And we are also using them to celebrate when we come into the world and when we get married and... When we have a birthday or if someone is sick, we send them flowers. So it is like a very life-affirming material of nature. Uh, I think to me it's like the most uh, emotional uh, communication. And also because it's so tactile, it's so sensuous and it has the smell if you are lucky. Like the roses, for example. So, um, yeah, they were calling. And I think they've been calling all my life. (laughs) And then I just couldn't hear them. And then they were like screaming somehow at that point of my life when my father passed away. And then I was like, okay, I uh, I have to give you my full attention now. And I have to uh, also communicate this to other people. Uh, so they can feel what nature is here to do for us all. Yeah, and that's so interesting because it would be so nice to hear a little more about like how does flower affect us, mm. you know, and how can we get closer to nature, get closer to ourselves, mm. if, if it makes sense. Yeah, I think they're like the flowers are our little helpers if we let them. Uh, if we look at the flowers and then if we follow the seasons like the flowers with this change that they're going through, they are uh, not, um, how do you say that? They're not like giving themselves 100% all the time. They're not blooming all year. They're not blooming all year. They are now, you know, starting to die uh, and they are starting to save their energy. So they have more energy for the spring again. So it's more looking into how how did we live for only like 300 years ago? Because living in big cities at, as we are now, it's like only 150 years ago since we started to do that. So we don't really know the effects of it, and we don't know at all the effects of the screen time and all of that so uh, i think we really need to reconnect with nature and um, it can be like small retirements i always say that you don't have you cannot change yourself you know (laughs) completely but you can go out in a park uh, or in a garden if you're so lucky to have that or a balcony but just take small pauses with yourself uh, and with nature, so you can reconnect um, 
so you you don't need that long time. We have this there's this thing I'm also writing about in my book. It's called forest uh, bathing. It's like you take a bath in the forest, but you can also do it with flowers. For example, uh, you can see the place where there's a lot of flowers. There's not that many flowers right now. Uh, but you can be lucky still to find a park where there actually are a lot of flowers. Um, and then just sit still, close your eyes, and uh, switch off your phone. Uh, you can do this for even like a whole day if you want to. But maybe that's a bit much <laughs> uh, if you haven't tried it before. But you can also do it just for 10 minutes. Um, and also... Or five, that's also okay. Go gentle with yourself. <laughs> and then it's like, um, also if there's sun, it's a good idea to go out as well uh, and watch the sun rise, for example. Or the sunset, it's so magical that the light is still coming even though we are moving into darker times. Um I'm, write, I'm writing about this in my book. I actually had here in the autumn, I had a whole day where I sat in my, I have a very huge flower field at Moen where we have a farm. Uh, we live in Copenhagen, but I have moved my studio there. So I also paint and just really connects with nature. And can, I can really feel the different in my uh, nervous system by now. It's not even that long time, but it's still working. Um, but then I sat there like a whole day <laughs> and that was like, I haven't done any uh, drugs, but I imagine it was some, some <laughs> kind of <laughs> being on some kind of trip or something. It was like, uh, you can just see all the small details and the small, uh, animals, insects, and you could see the sky, moving and the flower heads kind of turning a little bit also and I was also it was not nice all the time it's not nice to sit in nature like that healing is not beautiful all the time it's really hard um, but it's worth it I would say yeah because what are some of the benefits that you feel in your mm. body in your system the shift maybe from yeah. busy city life to mm. Yeah. It, it is exactly uh, from busy city life to go slow. I really think that uh, we need we need to go slower uh, in general. It's not uh, it's not natural the 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 pace, the pace we are living in right now. It's uh, it's too much, and we can see it all the time that people they can't they can't manage anymore so it's really like looking uh, to go slower i'm also it's it's new to me as well because when i started puppy colors or puppy colors or there's not a wrong or right way to announce it it's a word i made of myself but it's like um i was very busy actually so it was kind of ironic because i made this way of living with flowers because I wanted to connect with nature, but I was actually, because I worked so much with so many imported flowers, I was actually moving myself away from nature again. So I did it like once more. Uh, but really with uh, with COVID and everything locked down and I had to say, okay, what's going on here? <laughs> you know, we bought the farm at Moon and I could really feel like the 
the uh, these seasons changing and how that affected me uh, in a positive way and started to to go slow with that. Um, so how would you tap into the seasons now? Now we're going into the fall period, or we are in a fall yeah. period, darker period. Yeah. I have in my book, I have made these rituals. Uh, <laughs> some of them are very hands-on and some of them are more uh, poetic uh, and some of them are like inspired by uh, old witchcraft as well. So it's a good mix of everything. Uh, but I would say it's a very good time to go slow, look inward, Because we have this really hardcore uh, phase where we've been like very outgoing in the summertime, you know, seeing a lot of people, the sun is so aggressive, and now it's like, okay, just look look at a, look at a single flower uh, dying and see how it just saves up energy. And you can also see how it, it kind of, delivers something for you there's a small it's also time to pick up seeds right now uh, it's a gift from nature <laughs> you can save it and then you can put it into the ground in spring uh, and then you can really nourish it talk to it nicely and things like that uh, and water it and then in the autumn where we are now you're actually like harvesting the seeds it's also try time to harvest your intention when you set intention for the year you do that in the spring and now it's trying to harvest and say okay how did it go was it as I dreamed about or was it not what was not as I dreamed about so what am I going to think about to change for the next year um yeah so I think it's a It's also a good time to do status. You could do like a ritual. You can write all the things you don't want to take into the winter. And then you can burn them, for example. That's a that's a very nice little ritual. Um, I'm also making different senses in my book, like a scent, like the perfumes. Uh, so you can make your own sense, like the scent of your childhood, for example, to connect with your inner child or something like that. And then you prolong the the feeling of summer and when the winter or the autumn get a little bit too dark because it, it does get too dark. Um, but I would say that it's also a good idea to try to be with the dark And go out in the dark, actually, uh, and see what what comes up inside of you. Yeah, yeah. Because what is you know what have you used the dark for? You know how do you manage dark times? Yeah, um, I think they're necessary for me to grow or just like be a human being. <laughs> They're just as uh, as uh, important as as the light. Uh, you know, it's it's a cliche, but it's it's not all of this uh, work with yourself. You need to work with yourself. You need to be happy and you need to be healed and all that. But it's like as I said before, healing is not it's not beautiful. 
it's also dark. <laughs> and that's a part of it. Like here, the energy of the nature is moving from what you see on the up on the ground. You see all the flowers, they die. And then it's also actually all the energy are under the ground because it's building up for the spring to come. So it's also like your energy as well is moving inside uh, to build up. So it's, uh, yeah, it's dark. <laughs> it makes so much sense. Yeah. No, so what I what I can also hear you say is like go more with the flow and yeah. don't resist the change, you know, and see oh. if you can connect with that change. Yeah. And because I think it's such a big theme right now, as you said before, with stress mm. and um yeah, the pressure to, you yeah. know, perform and, and stuff. And mm. we also talked a little bit about before, like mm. we, we recorded the feminine energy and I think mm. we both feel it and we both work yeah. out from that space. But mm. would, would you like to explain a little bit more about your thoughts on that? For me it's like Uh, the feminine energy or like the feminine time or era what what you call it it's like uh, it's not time to force anything anymore uh, because that's like the old maybe a little bit more masculine energy you need to perform we need to compete we don't need to compete anymore we can just lay down our uh, swords or whatever we have and just go with the flow and um, and do it in our own way. Uh, I think, and I know it sounds like, oh, that sounds so simple, but it's it's not simple. I'm I'm struggling with it every day because I have this inner voice saying you need to perform, you need to do, do that and that. You need to, uh, yeah, do the best you can. But it's like, for me, I've really been working with that when I'm, for example, swimming in the sea, I'm, I'm you know, bathing a lot also in the winter. That's also work for me because I get inspiration. And uh, I think about an email or something like that. So it's like when I go for a walk in the forest, it's also work when I've met my, when I'm with my friends it's also work it's like you cannot say that work is only when you sit in front of your computer and answer emails and you have to answer so many emails per day it's more like um, not forcing and I'm really like struggling with that every day now because I'm used to forcing myself but I can't do it anymore it's like um It's a it's a new time, from f- yeah. It's a new time. Makes so much sense. How yeah. how do you manage yourself and your health in your everyday life, also to support that mm. new energy and that way of working? Yeah, I'm. Um, I try to meditate every morning. <laughs> I have two children, so. It's just up to me to to get up early enough to to do it. But right now I'm in a pretty good routine, I would say. And then I do a little bit of uh, just regular yoga, maybe a little bit of kundalini as well. Um, and then I I swim a lot in the ocean. 
Um, and now there's sauna, so it's even better. <laughs> um, but uh, I also I'm a, I'm a I'm a part of this uh, Kundalini group uh, called uh, it's called Temple Time. I don't know how Temple Time. It's it's like uh, we are I think 15 women every Friday, uh, and it's it's very uh, special to me. I really treasure that a lot. It's a, it's a very nice community. Uh, we're very honest, supportive, and we have like a beautiful teacher um, talking a lot about this new feminine energy. Um, and then we are lifting each other uh, energetically. So that's very special to me. Um, so I'm really... I'm really happy with that. That's also a part of the new feminine time or whatever you would call it. It's like we, we, we cannot do anything alone. We need to be together to do a change, to make a change in this world uh, and uh, and connect with nature and respect nature. <laughs> That's also very important, right, with all these uh, climate changes and... The sea is dying, and it's like it's really time's up to uh, to live and consume differently. Yeah, makes so much sense. And do you have anything that, um, if anyone is listening, that mm. they could start to implement right here and right now to maybe connect more with flowers, mm. with natures, with yeah. colors? You know, something mm. that they could do immediately. In a way, yeah, I think the most effective thing for me has been to really open myself up to to the beauty of flowers. Really see how beautiful these creatures are, and and then you might also see how beautiful you are inside of you, because you are lism. You came from nature, so it's. Uh, I think it's it's a very nice mirror of yourself. You are as beautiful as, as the most beautiful flower uh, that has ever been created. Um, and I think if you look at, for example, uh, let's say a marigold, they don't try to look like a rose. <laughs> they can't even be a rose. They're just like blooming themselves uh, and they are actually just doing it very naturally uh, just with the s- rhythms of the seasons uh, it doesn't take that much they're not uh, stressed out they are not like overworking they're just doing what they need to do uh, and they still do what they need to do in time So they're like a small uh, muses, <laughs> the flowers, and they they were they've always been that. Like in Greece, there were like muses. Uh, the original muses was flowers. <laughs> Amazing, yeah, so nice. Mm. If you want to seek your healing places, where can people find your space, Tilde, with your arts? Yeah, as well. Yeah, I have a. Uh, i have, of course, my book, 
Poppy Calais and the Magical Flowers that's following uh, every season, actually. So there's a lot of things to dig into uh, and also rituals connecting to every season um, and a lot of, of course, of a lot of pictures for you to enjoy. Um, and then I'm also painting Uh, which is what I'm doing even more and more, actually. Uh, I paint as my grandmother, <laughs> but uh, with this very thick layered oil painting. Um, but I developed my own kind of style. Uh, so now I have my first solo exhibition ever uh, at a gallery in uh, Aalborg called Gallery Volksen. Um, and it's from the fourth of November until I think 25th, yeah. So uh, if you are in Olbo, you are very welcome. <laughs> I would love to take a trip to yeah. Olbo and visit you. That could be so That nice. That could be so nice. Yeah. It's going to yeah. be like a really immersive census uh, exhibition. So I'm also working with the sand and different materials. I really like to uh, to work like How to how to uh, activate all the senses so you really uh, uh, feel yourself. Makes so much sense. Yeah. Thank you so much, Tilda, for you. all your beautiful insights on life. I would love to have more time with you, yeah. but I'm very very <laughs> grateful mm. that you took the time to share. And uh, thank you so much for listening. See you. Having routines that support me in my sometimes very busy everyday life is um, very crucial. And I think health should be easy. It should be something that's convenient as well. And I think that Pure Greens have s- such a nice intention around that. They uh, started many years ago. At the, I visited them first time at Felix Bear because I needed uh, something easy. I was um, also doing meals at home, but uh, I also need something on the go. I had always like a, a class that I I teach at that time, and I could never uh, make myself lunch or anything. So I always pop by there, and they always had my you know uh, celery green juices uh, and matcha as well. So that was a big help for me and still is now I'm able to use their freshly uh, pressed green juices when I go to events and then host my Pilates and meditation events and it's it's so nice because everything is fresh and it's you're also tapping into a community of like-minded people that loves to help people stay motivated in their healthy routines as well. So um, the salads they made are uh, also selected and uh, the tastes are mixed together um, by a a gourmet uh, chef. So the tastes, it's not just a salad, it's like a whole taste experience as well. So i really love to go there and and get inspired, especially by their juices. And uh, I'm a big fan of their salad called Mexicali as well, because it's just I've just been to Mexico and it takes you into a nice like comforting food, but it's still super healthy. The ingredients are also selected very carefully um, together with the taste, the dressings. Uh, as well are not like filled with a lot of processed ingredients. It's very clean and very 
helpful in a busy day life. And the owners behind are also very amazing, uh, heartwarming people who has a, a very nice purpose around helping people and making health um, easy as well. So Pure Greens, thank you so much for trusting in me, but also um, sponsoring this episode. Thank you for that.